Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and recently the University of Kentucky honored the 1984 Final Four team, and they went to Seattle and unfortunately uh, did not win. Uh, They were up seven points at halftime, the University of Kentucky men's team playing Georgetown University, and they were up 29 to 22, and then shot three for 33 in the second half, and unfortunately wound up losing 53 to 40. But as they started, you know, promoting, they were recognizing that team. It just hit me um, that I was fortunate to live in the Wildcat Lodge as a freshman, and so I knew all the guys on that team. one of my good friends from high school, Rick McMacken, his mom, Marta McMacken, was Joby Hall's uh, administrative assistant. And so I was fortunate enough to live there because they had to allow some uh, non-athletic scholarship uh, students to live there. And so there were, uh, I believe, uh, eight to ten of us that lived there uh, that weren't on the basketball team. And it was just obviously a Kentucky kid's dream to live there. These guys went from being my heroes in high school and junior high to, you know, now being my friends that would have over to my uh, house, my parents' house for dinner. But it made me start reflecting. First of all, I can believe it's been 40 years since I've been a freshman in college. <laughs> but secondly, you know, what have I learned about God in those 40 years? And, you know, what? one of those things that is I'm always going to be transparent with you here on Hope is here is that, you know, Monday through Saturday and actually all 167 hours a week, it was about Greg Horn. And I was, uh, you know, a kid that really enjoyed college uh, a lot and uh, took me six years to get out but because uh, I enjoyed it so much, right? <laughs> but. You know, uh, I showed up at church every Sunday, that one hour, because I had a mom that took me to church, even though my father uh, did not go 90% of the time because uh, he didn't accept Jesus till he was almost 50. But I still went because I had a mom that raised me and would ask me if I went to church, and I'm so thankful for that. So I want to encourage you parents and grandparents to keep modeling that for your kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews and show them and invite them and parents, you know, make your kids go. Um, I didn't have a choice. And obviously in college I did. I then was 18, but I made that choice to go. And, you know, some of those Bible verses that I learned attending Southland Christian Church where Wayne B. Smith was the pastor are ones that are life verses for me. And God has a sense of humor that 20 years later that he would, uh, you know, uh, almost 2019 to be exact, he would call me into ministry. I would get ordained to be called into full-time ministry. And I want to share something, some things that I've learned in that 40 years of wisdom from God's Word in both some successes I've been fortunate to have, which all come from God, and also in my failures when my faith became really real. And so I hope you'll be blessed. I uh, just want to share those with you today. i uh, going to get into those. I've got... Uh, eight verses. Uh, God may bring some more to mind. The Holy Spirit may, but there's eight that I can just say really have impacted my life. And some of those when I was actually in college and was far from God, but God's word says that it will never return void. And I am living proof of that, that because 
of God's faithfulness and me being uh, exposed to his word and by a wonderful minister and pastor, Wayne Smith, that some of those scriptures that he quoted uh, or shared in a sermon, that I can quote them now verbatim. People say, how do you know so many Bible verses? And I mean, there's a lot of people know a lot more, but I am fortunate enough to know some, and that's because they planted roots in my heart even as an 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kid that was far from God. And so be encouraged today. And, man, I just, you know, I'm so big on memorizing God's Word because it really does make a difference. And it's carried me, helped me to have some successes, but it's carried me through some really disappointing failures and deep valleys that I've walked through in my life. First verse I remember Wayne saying back in college, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for good to those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. Friends, I'm so thankful that it doesn't say most things work for the good of those who love God. It doesn't say some things, most things. It says all things, all things work together. And I can sit here and tell you today, 40 years later, from 1984, when I remember hearing that verse for the first time, or at least being able to remember it, and it planted a seed in my heart that through the mountaintops, but through the deep valleys, through the victories, the celebrations, through the heartaches, the disappointments, that that is true. And right now, maybe you're in a season like, you know, I, I just don't see how God's going to use this. Friends, I promise you, eventually God will. And I want to remind you something we share here on Hope is Here quite a bit that your deepest hurt, your deepest wound could become your ministry. And you can share how God helped you get through that. And as the old saying goes, your scars could become someone else's stars. In other words, people, you can share this scar. It means, you know, you have a scar from a surgery, a wound or something. It means you healed. You survived it. And I can say with Romans chapter 8, 28, it's true. Through the flood, through the bankruptcy, through the divorce, you know, it just, God is faithful, and he's used it for good. And I'm so thankful that I'm allowed to do this radio ministry and have a YouTube channel and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and just what God has done to provide hope, to let people know there's always hope because of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge God, and he will make your path straight. Friends, I've been there many times. Maybe you're there right now. We're like, God, I just don't know what to do. And that verse, I've just said, Lord, I'm going to try to honor you the best I know how with every area of my life. And I'm trusting you to guide and direct my steps. And friends, he's done it in my life and many, many others over and over. And he wants to do that for you today. Psalm 28.7, when I went through the flood bankruptcy divorce, I wasn't in college anymore. This one I learned after college. But the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in you, Lord, and I am helped. Oh, friends, that verse just carried me in the most painful season of my life, losing my business, my home, and my marriage in about a 24-hour period. And the Lord was my strength. I just didn't feel like I could go on. Honestly, I didn't really want to live. He was my shield. He was my protector. He was my provider. And that's when my relationship with Jesus became real and I want to encourage you, if you're in an extremely painful season of life, to just start reading the Psalms. Start with chapter 1 each night before you go to bed and just read until the Lord speaks to you. It may be five verses. It might be five chapters. 
But I did that during that season. And you know what? God, I cried myself to sleep many nights those first two or three weeks, but then it just got a little bit better each night and less tears because God really truly did become my strength and my shield, and I trusted in him. I became helped. This next verse, I remember hearing Wayne say, with tears rolling down his faces when somebody lost a child in a car accident or somebody uh, you know, had a loved one that was struggling with an addiction, um, just things that happen that are just gut-wrenching, heartbreaking. And I remember Wayne quoting these two verses in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9, sometimes with tears rolling down his face, saying, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And friends, it's just true. You've heard me share that before on this program over the past six years. That's kind of like uh, football offensive or defensive coordinator up in the press box above the field looks down and can see what's going on and calls down to the coaches on the field that are in the action, the heat of battle that can't see some of the opportunities, some of the things that the other offense or defense might be doing. And so be encouraged today, friends. Even though you may not understand God, you can trust God. Proverbs 11.25 is a Bible verse that I learned on a mission trip. Uh, this was after I'd done college basketball coaching for a couple of years from 1990 to 92. And they encouraged us to have a quiet time and we were to do that each morning. And uh, I had quiet time occasionally, but not consistently up to that point. But that was kind of a thing that really helped me those uh, eight days we were on that mission trip to Jamaica and having helping these missionaries build a church, and we did a vacation Bible school, but we had a devotional each morning, and they encouraged us to spend 15 minutes reading God's Word and then to journal what God was saying to us through His Word and also through the experience on this mission trip. And this became one of my life verses, Proverbs 11.25. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed, and the generous will prosper. Friends, simply put, you can't outgive God, whether it's with your time, your financial resources. Um, it's just a fact, friends. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And the first part of that verse, the generous will prosper. So I want to encourage you to be generous with your time and resources for God. And friends, he will bless it in ways that you just cannot imagine. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart. For it is the wellspring of life. You know, friends, it's the foundation, one translation of the Bible says. And friends, I've just had to learn that the hard way. And I just want to encourage you to protect your one and only heart. Um, God, physically, you know, it's hard to get to heart. It's in back between our ribs. I remember my father had his triple bypass surgery back in 1990, December of 1990. And they had to crack his chest open to get to his heart. And, of course, he was stitched up. I think actually he was stapled up. And he had a scar there, and he had it all through the rest of his life from 49 to 74 when he entered the gates of heaven. But it just reminded me about, you know, God physically protects our heart. But, you know, we need to do it with our eyes, what we see, what we look at, what we expose our eyes to. And friends, I just want to encourage you today to really maybe evaluate what it is that you watch on TV, what you look at on social media, and just be really protective of your heart, which starts honestly 
uh, your soul and things through the eye gate, through your eyes, what you allow your eyes to see and look at. This is a verse that, honestly, I just saw recently in Psalm. I've read it before, probably. I know I have because I've read through the Psalms before um, during challenging seasons of my life several times. But like everything in life, sometimes there's a season where you just need to hear a certain verse from God's Word to help give you hope and strength and courage to persevere and to go on. And I just saw this verse recently, Psalm chapter 16, verse 8. It says, O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Oh, friends, I love that. I mean, friends, he is a good, good father. He's ready to forgive you. Just ask for forgiveness, and he is ready to forget. The Bible says as far as the east is to the west in the book of Psalms that God doesn't remember anymore after we ask for forgiveness and that he's full of unfailing love for all who ask for God's help. Psalm chapter 16, verse 8. And then I close today with a, a verse that just, it's one that is just dear to my heart and uh, really just in stressful times of life, I just go to this and it just brings me just contentment, peace, joy, and I just feel God's presence. Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. It says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Share that one more time as we close out today's program. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today, where you can make a safe and secure online donation, or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.